It's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. It's not Christmas yet, Rose. Everywhere you go. It's not here yet. Look, listen, it's December 1st for us as we record this. It's Christmas every single fucking day until Epiphany Day, Three Wise Men's Day, what Little the, Christmas. What the hell are is, those? It's a Catholic thing. Okay, um, that's why I don't understand it. Uh, 25 days of Christmas plus the other days of Christmas. Uh, <laughs> my Christmas tree up has been up since November 1st. Mine so. has been up since Black Friday, so. Anyway, huh. we're, two diff- we're two different people. We're very different Merry people. Christmas! <laughs> Merry no. almost Christmas. Merry Chrysler! Um, uh, okay. Merry... Uh, we're not Christmas talking about Merry Chrysler today. Merry Christmas Eve, 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 Eve. Welcome back to Welcome back. Dinner and a murder. A murder. <laughs> I paused for dramatic effect. I didn't um, know if you were letting me chime in or if you just wanted to be a drama queen, so. It was whatever was going to happen first. I was like, if she's going to make this a really long silence thing, then. <laughs> I, All mean, right. I don't know. Sometimes I feel like I should just leave you to your own devices and let you puzzle it out yourself. This is, this is clearly a show about me and just me. <laughs> It's just me, your host, Rose. <laughs> oh my goodness. Live from New York, it's Saturday night! Um, Except, it's, no. It's my own little little life. Anyway, <laughs> welcome back. We're your hosts. I'm Rose. I'm Chelsea. And we're super excited for Christmas. It hasn't happened yet. No, it hasn't. For, for anybody. No. But uh, when this episode airs, uh, I will be on a plane going back to the United States. Yes, you're go going home family. for Christmas, and I won't like get to a see you. a week and a half, because somebody lives on the other side of the damn country. Well, it's not my fault. <sighs> I have so many papers to write, I'm just like, I have like 17 new gray hairs, it's fun. Oh my god, it's like getting to the end of Christmas break when you enter high school and realizing that your teachers sent you home with work that you totally neglected for the entire vacation. Yes, instead this time I actually have to do it because my whole entire future rides on it. I mean, just and a I smidge. Have to write, <laughs> and I have to write like 11,000 words, so. Is that an exaggeration or are you being serious? I'm being serious. That's disgusting. So, pray for me. Um, <laughs> oh, yikes. I'm, no, I'm fine. Everything's fine. Everything's fine. Everything's okay. I'm <laughs> Everything's all right. fine. I'm not crying at all. Uh, <laughs> That's why I'm glad to be done with school. No, I love it, but I hate it at the same time. Um, I hated it while I was in it, but now I kind of miss it. <laughs> just a couple of things before we start uh don't forget to send us your stories to our email at dinner and a murder pod at gmail.com 
one day I'm going to get it. And one day. Everybody's going to be so blown away. Yes. Uh, we released the listener episodes on the last Tuesday of every month. So, yeah. Send us your story so you can get it in time for the January listener story. Mm-hmm. I'm super excited. I want to hear all about your guys' personal true crime cases, paranormal experiences. Yes, the we can't supernatural, wait. The supernatural. The sci-fi. The sci-fi. Um, <laughs> the alien abductions. Rose. I completely Ooh. forgot what I was going to say. I mean, I, I was going to ask you what you I had, had to story eat this week. You have you a story? Guys. Um, about my embarrassment. And you know how, like, sometimes you go to the coffee shop so many times and they know your order? Yeah, and then you feel bad because they already know your order. And they, and then you feel guilty because you realize how much you are there. Yeah, well, it wasn't a coffee shop that did that for me. I went to this diner where I get... I'm sorry, my brain's, like, dead... So I get a sandwich, a custom sandwich, and then I get gravy or disco fries if you're from New Jersey, which is gravy and cheese fries. (laughs) So basically poutine with cheese. Yeah, instead of cheese curds. Um, So yeah, it's the same. But yeah, so the girl was like, oh, nice to see you again. Is it going to be the custom sandwich and the mac fries? And I was like, yeah. (laughs) I was like... Oh, she already knew it was going to be a chicken sandwich. <laughs> I mean, that's not bad. Someone that oh. happened that happened to me at Chick-fil-A and I felt like human trash. <laughs> um, and, and I didn't even settled. go that often. I know. This is only like my third or fourth time being there. And I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> but I've, I forgot that the first time I went there was on Guy Forks night. So three or four times has been like once a week since <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's that's like once a week. That's enough to be considered a regular. Yeah, we're not going to talk about it. Um, I, and then I she was, said, see you soon. I was like, in my brain, I was like, don't tell me what to do. Tell me my life. But yeah, yeah, you'll see me soon. Yeah, Yeah, you will. Gotta stop meeting like this. We gotta stop. Oh my gosh. But yeah, I do have it. (laughs) (laughs) I do have a restaurante. So I went to this when I went to do my Jack the Ripper research, which was like a month ago, I know. It was so long ago. It was so long ago, October 18th. It was a little fine, chill, crisp day. I only remember that because it was the day after my birthday. Of course. Okay, okay. So Pizza Union is a small little chain in London. So I know we don't try it. We try not to do too many chains, but it is localized in London. I went to the one at 29 Lehman Street in Whitechapel. Ooh. Mm. So I got a 12-inch margarita pizza because I'm a basic bitch. Um, <laughs> I mean, margarita I pizza is delicious. So I'm, I'm like, just give me a cheese pizza, and we're good, or <laughs> a, a white pizza. Then we're extra good. Ooh, white pizza is so good. <sighs> they didn't have white pizza, or the white pizza they had. I was like, oh, I don't want that on my pizza. <laughs> um, okay. <laughs> Anything with just dollops of cheese on it is okay with me. Just put that ricotta on there and let me eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Eat it. Very fresh ingredients. It was on a thin, thin crust, so it's thin crust style. Very nice crunch. I liked it a lot. I got a little appetizer, which was breadsticks and garlic aioli. 
Mm, which essentially was just pizza crust in the shape of breadsticks. But still very good. I liked it a lot. My drink was not elderflower before Chelsea starts getting (laughs) up again. I was definitely about to rag on you. It was a Bellini Classico, which was just a peach Bellini. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. They just make it sound fancy. God, leave me alone. It was lightly sweet. Very, very subtle, like, a peach flavor, which is good for me because I don't really like peach, but it was the only drink that I was, like, brave enough to try. No. Very good carbonation, very subtle Prosecco flavor, which is good for me because I hate Prosecco. Uh, Yeah. I (laughs) I got this drink, like, thinking I was going to hate it, but then I was like, I need a whole tank of this. And then shit was going to get real. Um, no, okay. Oh, God. <laughs> I was about to do the night tour for Jack the Ripper, so I was, like, also trying not to be like, yeah, give me the one with tequila in it. Oh, um, God. I'd be the sixth victim <laughs> to myself. The atmosphere was very, like, late night casual. It was super cheap. I told you I got all that food, a six-inch pizza, the breadsticks, and a peach bellini. And it was only 10 pounds, which was only $13 in American monies. Wow. Usually the drink just like that would be like $10. I mean, it's a little, it was a little drink, but at the same time, I'm eating pizza. Uh, (laughs) I could have gotten another one of it. Still wouldn't have put up my tab that much. It was a sit down pizza place. It had, like, this, like, industrial, like, Italian style to it where there was exposed brick and, the like, the chairs and the tables were made out of metal pipes. Yeah. Um, Like, the frame of it was made out of metal pipes, but the top was, like, those Italian tiles with the decorations on it. And they were blues and yellows. Very cool. They had, like, a pizza oven, a giant, like, brick dome with mm. fire inside oh, of it. Oh, the wood-fired pizza. Yes, that is the, the best pizza. Oven. pizza. So they were super good. They offered the straws that they had there were 100% biodegradable, so I didn't feel bad about using one. <laughs> this was before I got my uh, my <laughs> final straw. Reusable straw, yep. I love Which mine. now smells like coffee forever. <laughs> oh my god, I, I only use mine with water. Because uh, I'm don't, scared. Apparently. Uh, mine I left in an iced coffee for overnight, and now it just smells like coffee forever. Oh, good to know. Uh, I know you're going to have coffee-flavored water. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Um, they also had gluten-free and vegetarian options. Technically, my margarita pizza was vegetarian. Overall, I liked it a lot. That was me closing the book. Very good ASMR. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> and that was Pizza A Union. Please like and follow our Facebook page at Dam Podcast. That's D A A M Podcast. Twitter at Dam Pod and Instagram at Dinner and a Murder for pics that I took at Pizza Union and some in- additional information about Chelsea's story, which is also strangely and coincidentally, not really, um, <laughs> about <laughs> a pizza. A pizza person place. A, pi- a pizza thing. person place, yeah. A pizza person. It's Italian. It's a Mario. Um, <laughs> <laughs> totally not like we planned this or anything like that. Beepity-boppity-boopity. I don't know what anybody means. We, this is all surprise for us. We never know what we're doing. <laughs> <laughs> we don't have a giant spreadsheet <laughs> to 
that we've planned out two stuff. years in advance. Shh. Don't. Don't lift up the veil of mystery. <laughs> Don't look behind the curtain. <laughs> Pay no attention to the man behind the curtain. Anyway, what Rose is trying to say is that if you would like any additional information on the things that we discussed today, you can check out our website. Okay, so today I am talking about Portland's Old Town Pizza and Brewing. Spooky! Yes, so this is a haunted restaurant. Yeah, our, our psychic paranormal story. I'm so happy. Yes. So let's let's dive right in. The Merchant Hotel was built in Portland in 1880. It stood on top of a network of tunnels that ran under most of Old Town called the Shanghai Tunnels. Ooh. The tunnels connected businesses in Old Town to the docks, which made it easy to transport goods from the docks directly to the businesses without using the surface streets. However... Oh, no. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's kind of an out-of-sight, out-of-mind type deal. So criminals used these tunnels for nefarious purposes because it wasn't policed. Of course. Of course not. The public couldn't see the tunnels. The police didn't honestly care about the tunnels. So it was a hotbed for criminal activity. There were opium dens, secret gambling rings, prostitution rings, and of course, brothels in the building above. All the buildings above. I mean. Sweet. Yeah. Fun stuff, <laughs> Just right? the way I like my 19th century towns. I, I mean. <laughs> <laughs> What else do you need besides an opium den and a brothel right there? You got all the needs I covered. Wanna, that sounds like paradise. What do you mean? Oh, God. They should bring opium dens back. <laughs> oh, God. That was hard to say. <laughs> wow. Most notoriously, the Shanghai tunnels were used for human trafficking. Uh, of course they were. <laughs> uh, of course they were. So... Coming in, the goods from the ports would come in from the docks and up to the buildings. But from the buildings, traffickers would hang out in the bars and look for patrons that were especially drunk. Mm. Once they'd chosen their victims, they'd spike their drinks and drag the unconscious drunk through the tunnels to the port to sell them to slavery. Aww. Yeah, fun stuff. I don't know why I made that sound. They, oh, no! <laughs> yeah, so they would drug them, knock them out, bring them down to the port, and, you know, they were often sold into servitude to the Chinese boats at port. So the victims would wake up on boats headed for Shanghai, which is why it was called oh. being Shanghai'd. When these people were kidnapped. Because you were being sent to Shanghai for forced servitude or slavery. You know, I told you that I heard about this and I never like realized. I was like, what? Why do they call it Shanghaiing? I'm confused. Yeah, because. You solved my question. There you go. Yeah, a lot of the people that ended up on these boats were headed for Shanghai. It sounds like a fun time. <laughs> Fun time, fun time. The Merchant Hotel was actually, is located in Chinatown, Old Town, Portland. So Interesting. It's still there? That might contribute. It is. The entire building oh. is still there. I was like, we should stay there. Oh, hold on. I'll get to that. No. Is the building there? And The not? building is there. Oh, okay. Dang it. So, 
yeah, these, these human trafficking victims would wake up on boats that were already sailing for Shanghai. So it was too late. They couldn't get away. The Merchant nice. Hotel was reportedly a hotbed for criminal activity as well. In its heyday, mm. it was the home of a bar, brothel, and billiards hall. Wow, it was just like a one-stop yeah. shop. I, it really was. I mean, I know today the terms bar and billiards hall don't have such negative connotations, but back then they were not good places to hang out. Lame. 19th century, you're not doing it right. <laughs> not doing a good job. No, no. So, obviously, because of the Shanghai tunnels and the underground, you know, criminal rings, it was not a good neighborhood to live in. Traveling missionaries that wanted to clean up the neighborhood came to the Merchant Hotel and asked a young sex worker named Nina if she would be an informant and report to them information on the criminal underground that she heard from her clients. Nina was reportedly sold into sex slavery, and the missionaries offered to free her in exchange for information. Aww. I mean, reports differ. I couldn't find any factual information about her, so a lot of this is speculation. But some accounts say that she was a teenager. Some say she was a young woman in her early 20s. Regardless, she was a very young woman, and all accounts say that she was sold into the sex trade so this this reminds me of this we did like this case study in criminology about this woman who was a part of uh the gang oh it's in my brain somewhere i don't know i don't remember what the game was it was <laughs> like a remember. latino game you i'll remember it later it's like m something anyway and she was a member and then she was gonna be like an informant for the police and they were gonna promise like that she wouldn't get in Immunity? Uh, charged. Like, she'd, she wouldn't be charged. She'd get immunity on a lot of things. So she was going to be this informant because she, she wanted to get out of the gang. And then she was, like, found dead or something. So Funny you mentioned that. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> the mm. gang members killed Nina. Well, yeah, we don't know what happened entirely. Nina agreed to help the missionaries, but not long after, she was found dead at the bottom of the elevator shaft. <gasps> oh, no. Or, so the story goes, I couldn't find any actual evidence that Nina even existed or that she died oh, wow. there. There's so many stories circulating around the entire city of Portland about this haunting that... The factual information about it has gotten lost, and I'm not sure if any of this is actually true, but that is what the story says. And I'm sure nobody really cared to get take down names of sex workers either. By the 1960s, the building had been, quote-unquote, virtually abandoned, according to the Oregonian newspaper. Oof. It operated as a hotel until early 1968, when it was bought by a development company. They renovated the building and turned the former hotel into office space with storefronts on the ground level. Ugh, lame. I know, so boring. Office space. Office space. Old Town Pizza opened its doors in 1974. It was Ooh, built. Pizza. Pizza, pizza. It was built in the original hotel lobby. The ordering window is actually the former reception desk. It also has the old elevator shaft where Nina's body was reportedly found. Yeah, that's safe. Yeah, right? Oh, guess what else? They turned it into a booth where patrons can eat. 
inside the shaft? Or inside on? the elevator shaft. Like, it's open now. I mean, there's no functioning elevator in that shaft anymore. So it's just like a little brick alcove, and they yeah. turned it into a booth. I guess I'm thinking that an elevator shaft is, like, in the basement, and it's where, like, the elevator goes when he's sleeping. Um, well, <laughs> when it's not in use, it, like, in, chills out in the basement. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the elevator just stays on whatever floor it's left on until it's called again, but... Oh, uh, that makes more sense. You're right, though. Ordinarily, in normal buildings, uh, the elevator shaft ends in the basement, but since the basement of this building wasn't really a basement at all, it was part of the Shanghai tunnels, the elevator shaft didn't go all the way down there. Could you imagine if it did go into the basement? That would not be good. Uh, it would just be way easier for people to get in there and just, like, start, like, shoveling them into the elevator, hit the basement button, and be like, all right, we out. Oh, we're <laughs> going. a lot easier than carrying somebody down into the tunnels. You just... Right? I mean... down. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, at that point, that first floor, back when it was a hotel, it was the hotel lobby. So I imagine that the bar and billiards room might have been in the quote-unquote basement that was connected oh, to the Shanghai tunnels. That makes sense. So you never know. I don't know. Just a little laundry shoot them down. Just like, <laughs> just like stuff their body. Just down drop the them shoot. right down the stairs. <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> actually, I Wee! saw a picture. Um, Old Town Pizza is actually very proud of their haunted history. And there was a picture on their website of the staircase that leads from the restaurant down to the basement where the Shanghai tunnels used to be. Oh, so the tunnels aren't there anymore? They are not. The Shanghai tunnels were part of the original old town, mid to late 1800s, I would say. These tunnels were probably built. So as they aged, some of the tunnels started to collapse in on themselves. And as the public and the police started to crack down on the criminal activity happening in these tunnels, a lot of them were bricked over. So the tunnels were blocked Ah. off. So... Actually, the tunnels that were originally under this building function as the basement of the building now, and they're totally bricked off from the rest of the tunnel systems. So there's there's doorways okay. connecting the tunnels underneath the building itself. So you can get through doorways to get underneath different businesses in the same building, but the building itself is totally bricked off. Okay. All right, that makes sense. So the tunnels don't function anymore. You can't actually traverse the city in them, but they are really popular with tourists. There's a lot of ghost hunting tours that go through different buildings that still have intact parts of the Shanghai tunnels. So it's mm-hmm. it's a really popular thing around here. You will not see me in no damn tunnels. <laughs> no, thank you. So that leads us to the paranormal activity. Yeah, spooky, spooky. There is no information about when or how paranormal activity started. It's reported Mm. that Nina's spirit never left the building where she was murdered. At the bottom of the elevator shaft where the booth now sits, her name is carved into one of the bricks. So, I mean, these these stories about her have been told for I don't even know how long. And the fact that I can't find any actual information about her life, about if she was an actual person, leads me to believe that maybe someone on a whim thought it would be funny to joke and carve a random name in this brick. And then people ran with it and turned it into a ghost story. 
I don't know. Maybe. I don't or know. it's all part of a police cover-up. Dun, 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 dun. I don't know. I, I find this story a little bit hard to swallow just because of how legendary it has become in the city of Portland. Legend's always based in some form of truth. It is said that the back room of the restaurant is a hotbed for activity as it shares a wall with the old elevator shaft. Ew. People have reported seeing a young woman in a black dress in the dining room before she disappears into thin air. No, thank you. No, thanks. A vendor of the restaurant reported seeing a misty figure at the bottom of the basement stairs, formerly a part of the Shanghai Tunnels. Well, you know, basements are scary, so... Basements are spooky, and I think also that basements like this, where there were Shanghai Tunnels, are so extra spooky that, I don't know, I think people's minds could play tricks on them down there. Maybe some people have died in the tunnels. Oh, people have absolutely died in the tunnels. That's undisputed. Because you've got the brothels that were there before, and the opium dens, anybody that owes D's or whatever... Yeah. Or whatever else they're doing, or alcoholism, or... It's, the Shanghai Tunnels themselves are supposedly one of the most haunted places in the entire state of Oregon. Goodbye. So that's fun. <laughs> um, but anyway, while the vendor was in the basement, he saw this misty figure at the bottom of the stairs. While he stared at it, it seemed to notice him and flew up the stairs towards the restaurant. Nope, it's a no for me. Goodbye. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good, thanks. The restaurant manager said that the vendor came back up from the basement looking visibly shaken. He handed over the invoice and left as quickly as he could. Handed over his resignation <laughs> and <laughs> got the fuck out of there. <laughs> well, this, this story was told in a video that I found that I'll talk about in a second. But the manager had to call the vendor to find out what had happened because the vendor left in such a hurry he wouldn't say anything. And that's how he found out about the misty figure that this guy had seen. And the vendor never came back. <laughs> exactly, like I said. <laughs> yeah, he was like, uh, I'm going to change my roots Peace now. Peace the fuck out of there. It was like, <laughs> never again in my life. No, We thanks. no longer will be doing business with you. <laughs> <laughs> Mostly the employees of the restaurant have reported seeing the, the woman in a black dress. On one occasion, an employee that was closing for the night saw a woman dressed in a white dress head down towards Ooh. the basement. A woman in white. Yeah, so I don't know if this is the same entity changing its look or if it's a different entity altogether. You never know. Anyway, she started heading towards the basement while this guy was trying, trying to close up the restaurant. He went to the basement after her to tell her that they were closed, but no one was there. Psych. Bum, bum, bum. The stories of Nina are so popular and widespread across the city of Portland that they've become legend, like I said. I can hardly find any stories of people that have actually experienced anything at Old Town Pizza or the Merchant Hotel building. It's a popular spot for Portland ghost tours, though, where the tour guide gives a dramatic telling of the story of Nina and other things that are said to have happened in the Shanghai Tunnels. The tours take people down into the Shanghai tunnels under the building, which have been closed off from the rest of the tunnel system. Um, I kind of explained that earlier. Some of the sections of the tunnel have collapsed and others have been purposefully closed off for safety's sake. Oh no. Though they still exist under the older buildings as functioning basements. Um, so for example, 
Old Town Pizza uses it as their dry storage for their restaurant, so they put kegs and things down there, dry stuff. Which is why the vendor was down in the basement in the first place, where he saw the misty apparition. Yeah, I don't do basements. (laughs) No, I'm not a big fan of basements myself. There's ghosts, dead people, and it floods, so... (laughs) Yeah, that's a all no. Pra- all practical reasons why not to like a <laughs> <laughs> So that's all I've got on Portland Old Town. There okay. is almost no media on the haunting at Old Town Pizza. It's very much a local legend here in Portland. Everyone in Portland knows about it, but it's not something that usually travels outside the city. Hmm, interesting, interesting. Yeah. The most notable is a video on YouTube posted by Portland State University Student Television. It is an interview with the restaurant manager who talks about the legends and paranormal experiences in the building. That video is where I got the story of the vendor that saw the misty apparition and never went back. (laughs) (laughs) I don't blame him. Nope, not one bit. The restaurant itself was featured in an episode of Rachel Ray's Tasty Travels. Rachel Ray is going to the paranormal extremes. And I actually could not find any information about that episode. Ugh, I love me some Rachel Ray. That was really oh, short, good. but that's that's all I got on Portland Old Town Pizza. I don't think that I believe that it's really haunted... Maybe you should go and find out. I do need to go. Yeah, no, but I I am not sure if I totally believe this story just because it has been so sensationalized. I mean, people are capitalizing on this story. The restaurant tells it all the time. The Portland ghost tours tell it all the time. And it's very dramatized. And again, I tried so many keywords in Google and I could not find any historical information actually relating to someone dying in the building. So I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. But you guys like, can take that information and make your own conclusions. There's like this, uh, I guess, I don't know if you would call it a theory. I forget what it is. Some kind of effect where if, if enough people believe in it, it will like manifest. Oh, so it's, maybe oh. it's something like that. I, for, yeah. I honestly, I learned about that in my Psych 101 class. Yeah, so maybe it's something like that if you believe in that coupled with the paranormal. Although, yeah. Chelsea and I believe in the paranormal. I'm very skeptical, We're though. We're really like, skeptical about what we believe to be. True hauntings. True hauntings and not, like, I'll joke about, like, oh, a yeah. ghost did this or that, but honestly, I know. Like, no. There's no ghosts. No, I've ever, here. ever since my Netflix on my TV decided to turn itself on a couple weeks ago, I've been joking with Ryan that we have a ghost and he glares at me, but I'm like, you know I'm joking, right? I know there's nothing here. <laughs> Clearly don't think there's a ghost here. I obviously don't think so. My cabinet was opening by itself the other day, and honestly, I thought it was a fucking mouse in there. And I was like, please let it be a ghost. Please let it be a ghost. <laughs> Why? I would, I would prefer a mouse. A mouse no. is a physical thing that you can get rid of. I don't like my. I don't like rodents. I don't know about you guys, but Ratatouille is my fucking nightmare. What? Um, <laughs> I love that movie. No, every time I think about it, it makes me want to like jump out of my house, out of the I window. I just watched that movie a couple weeks ago. 
No, it's a no for me. But Remy is so clean. He washes his little hands. No, okay. (laughs) Cassandra, like, made a point that, like, mice and rats have, like, hands. And now I'm freaking out that they fucking touch me. And I'm just like, no! (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. If you enjoyed this episode of Dinner and a Murder, please subscribe and tell your friends to tune in. For more information about Old Town Pizza and Pizza Union, check out our website. Yeah, what she said. Also, please rate and review us on iTunes and Facebook. It helps so much to get good reviews. If you have any questions, comments, corrections, or want to leave a suggestion, you can message us on our Facebook page or email us at dinnerandamurderpod at gmail.com. If you would like to help us keep our podcast going, please consider joining our Patreon. We have some really cool treats if you do. There's also other ways to support us, which you can find on our website. All of the links that we've mentioned today are in our link tree in the description. Please be sure to tune in every Thursday for a new episode. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next Thursday. The day after Christmas. Yes. It's Christmas. Okay, cool, cool your jets. <laughs> it's not Christmas yet. It's Christmas, God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Bon appétit. Bon appétit. Bye. Bye.